Calling all you Castle fans across the globe. It's time to discuss Season 8, Episode 17 of Castle. Uh, you're here at AfterBuzz TV. Join us right after this song, and let's break it down. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Ooh, feels good. Feels good to hear that music, doesn't it, Lucretia? Oh, yeah. Hey, you guys, welcome to After Buzz TV. We're here to discuss ABC's Castle, our favorite show, clearly one of the finest television shows around, period. Wouldn't you agree, Lucretia? Yeah, anything with Nathan in it is great, especially something as fun as this, like this week's episode, He Dreamed of Jeannie. <laughs> he did. It was a fun episode. And by the way, guys, as you may have noticed, we announced last week it was the highest rated episode of the season. Again, lots of press that the ratings, the ratings for Castle are on the rise. See, we never doubted you, <laughs> did we? No. No. And John Huertas must have such a big head after last week's episode being the highest rated one when it was his episode. <laughs> totally. You know he is feeling yeah. it. I know. I agree. I'm J2 Snyder at J2 Snyder on Twitter and Instagram. Happy to have you guys join us in the message boards, uh, which Lucretia's going to have her eye on, right? Of course, yeah. I'm watching the live chat here. And, of course, uh, if you're not in the live chat, you can always find me on Twitter, or Facebook, Instagram, anything on the Internet at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N. Because that's what she's doing. <laughs> okay, fun, 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 fun episode. Um, I love the opening. Uh, gruesome murder. Nothing like seeing someone get their head chopped off. No. Yeah. Well, that was a fun scene, though. You know, if we're going to have a murder, at least open it up like that. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? You liked it? I thought the um, the idea of having your head cut off with a giant samurai. It wasn't quite a samurai. What did they call it? Because it's like a Middle Eastern samurai. There's yeah. Like a, there's a particular name for it. I know, and I'm like, that, I'm... Like the Arabian Knights carry, and I can't think of the proper name. Yeah. Someone in the message boards is going to give it to us. Yeah, guys, since I can't think of it, I'm just going over all the Ninja Turtles. What? And that's a Japanese one. I think this... By the way, that that third voice you hear is Mm. Miss Marissa, our engineer in the booth. Marissa is probably the best engineer here at After Buzz TV. (laughs) So thank you, Marissa, for joining us today. And feel free to pitch in. Um, All right, so the guy gets his head chopped off. Mm -hmm. How many times do you think in a TV show or a movie have they cut from someone getting shot, maimed, stabbed strangled and then they cut to like fruit fruit being chopped on a board they've done it on the show so many times too right yeah that's the thing is it's just sort of a serial trope i guess is like we will go from slicing someone's body parts especially heads to slicing melons ha 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 ha. (laughs) you're right it actually always involves a knife of some kind isn't it yeah to chopping food so this time we see castle as we often do we've come very become very familiar and like uh very happy to see him waking up with Beckett, right? Uh-huh. I know. I'm so glad that they're back together because not only does it just make total sense on the show, uh, but it's Beckett is so much more lively and fun that she wasn't in the beginning. So, it was, you know, it's good to see her back to herself as well as Castle. Yeah. I agree. And I, I also started to feel in this episode, like, she had so much, like, kind of, she had so many spicy moments. Like, <laughs> her and Castle, like, the heat is on. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. And and I couldn't help but think, and I don't know if anyone else has kind of 
thought of this as well. That um, I mean, we know Stana is somewhat newly married oh. um, in the last year, and so it was, it was sort of thinking of the parallel. Like, we don't know a lot about her personal life, but I was just kind of thinking, gosh, I wonder if this is what it's like for her at home too. Like, it's a little bit exciting. She's a new wife, and yeah, so maybe she's kind of paralleling that as how she's with Kate Pickett because you know it's not that they're newly married, but they're just kind of newly back together. So you know that parallel in her own life sort of makes it seem more real as well. It is kind of like a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. It's like a, yeah, coming back together. Okay, one of the best, probably my favorite scene of Martha's <laughs> this season. <laughs> that was so over the top. It was so funny because I love how at the end of it, she tells Beckett, oh, I have that same negligee in zebra stripes and it's the mood killed. But yeah, it was so funny that Rick's thinking she's talking about her. It's like, doesn't he know his mother? She would never build him up that much. <laughs> oh, I know that was cute. Of course it had to be Oprah. Who else? Oh my God. So she comes in talking about, it's the book that we all went crazy over a few episodes ago, Unsolicited Advice, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I have had a Twitter exchange um, with some Castle fans who say, <laughs> you know, there's no actual book on the horizon at this point but a lot of people have mentioned like please please abc find a way to publish unsolicited advice by martha rogers like we want to see like it's hilarious but also her i mean she had like one like sexual innuendo after the other in Mm. that scene it was naughty and hilarious like the cantaloupe um she was like uh just some some personal advice make sure it's room temperature Temperature. i was like oh wow like, whoever wrote that went for it <laughs> in a way that they don't always quite go for it, right, with her. Uh, yeah, that was really, really a cute scene. Um, all right. Well, this was, like, a really interesting episode because it kind of took us overseas. And, and it was like it had such a fantasy element with this whole genie in a bottle. Didn't it? Yeah, of course, because we all live in reality, unfortunately, unlike Castle. Uh, we knew there wasn't going to really be a genie. But I did love how even Beckett kind of, like, let him go with his fantasy for a little bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He had the best uh, the best line. Um, I'll jump forward in the episode, but someone was, mm. I think it was the the professor was like, you're, you're totally mm. like way overboard with the imagination. And he was like, I prefer augmented or fantasy augmented. Minted. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought that was the best line. Did anyone else catch that? I was like, that needs to be like a meme on a photo. Like, I love that. That was funny. Yeah. It's so funny. And it really parallels, you know, now they have this augmented reality that's with, you know, games like Nathan's voice. Halo. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It was like more yeah. than just castle for Nathan, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. So, so right on. Um, all right. Well, we had a fan um, let us know. By the way, man, so much fan mm-hmm. interaction this week. I think something about being um, the ratings going up, like there's just this kind of wave of excitement. Um, and we have a really fun... Um, we have a poll going out. Any of you fans out there who are on Twitter um, know that this this new polling feature on Twitter mm-hmm. is very popular, right? A, B, C, D, um, vote on the poll. So right now, um, at AB, uh, After Buzz TV Castle, uh, we are doing a poll, and we would like to know if you had a genie in a bottle, what would you vote for? What would you ask for? And then we have four choices. So please uh, go on Twitter and vote. 
because we have like over 100 people voted already. It just started right now. So yeah. And the thing is, is most people, you know, all they want is another season of Castle. Didn't you love that? Exactly. See, I was the only one that just put Nathan Fillion. Uh, <laughs> what would you ask for? Genie in a bottle? Nathan Fillion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've uh, asked for that ever since he was Joey Buchanan on One Life to Live. That's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, you're really dedicated to Nathan. Um, Not only did people want a season 9, but people just said, no, we want a season 10, we want season 11, we want season 12. Yeah, and then went all the way to 12. A few people chimed in with uh, a vote that they would like a castle baby. That that was um, definitely brought up. Yeah, some people wanted more than one. I saw up to three babies, and I was like, hold on. on. Beckett Beckett's, you know, captain of uh, the 99, so, you know. Yeah, that would be... That'd be a lot of castle. A lot of little castles. Cute, though. But we had a baby in this episode. I know. Yes. Yes, I Jenny. Didn't, did you realize that that Ryan was going to have his baby in this episode? I didn't no, realize it. Because, yeah, there yeah, wasn't was really a, a lot of lead up to it. I mean, there was maybe, there was like a phone call in the beginning. So I was so surprised. And I was like, oh, no. Like, nothing. It, when they had the, the scare at the end, it was like, don't ruin this fun episode with something sad. But Castle made his wish that they were okay. <laughs> That's right. I know. I was very worried. Mm-hmm. Um, we we can just jump jump around into that because it's a subplot. I don't think people care that we're not going in order, right? Nah, they because, don't care. Like, here's the deal. You've that's, seen it. Mm-hmm. That's a storyline that's been going all weekend or, or all weekend, all season. Um, that Ryan and Jenny were having a baby, and uh, yeah, I thought. I mean, he. Uh, First of all, Seamus Dever played that so well, like walking out of that hospital. I mean, I almost had chills. Yeah. I mean, I, I really felt the fear, and I felt like they could choose to make this sort of go bad right here in the show. Like, yeah. this could be a dark storyline. We could lose Jenny. I don't, you know, it was just, it was... Yeah, yeah I was worried was that they were going to do that, because I'm like, it's been so nice and fun and happy. I'm like, don't don't throw a wrench in that. I know. Don't, don't hurt Ryan. Right, I know, right. Um, Ryan and Esposito also had a funny storyline yes. this episode, right? Um, they had kind of like a rivalry going, and I love that little exchange they had about if, if they had mm-hmm. a genie in a bottle, what they would wish for. Yes. That was so funny. I was shocked that Ryan wanted to be on Broadway. and that I mean, I get Javi wanting to be UFC, and I love how you know Javi points out that, oh, wanting to be on Broadway and wear tights, and he's like, you want to fight around with men in tights. <laughs> totally. Uh, and, and then, like, Javi's timing was so amazing. He was like, and sleep with really hot chicks every night. Yeah, he was like, I said that. No, (laughs) I said sleep with really hot chicks every night. Um, I know. I didn't know if Ryan just said the thing about being on Broadway. (laughs) Like, he was teasing or he was serious. Like, it was like, I was like, does that fit into his character? It was pretty funny. He'd want to perform on Broadway. It was cute. Certainly it does fit into Seamus Dever's uh, um, character. Because as we know from having him on this show, um, he's a theater guy. Seamus is a straight out theater actor um, before he... Joined Castle. Um, okay, so we haven't even talked about our victim, Lars Cross. Yeah, well, we see, we saw his head go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we spent the <laughs> heads up, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, get your head in the game. Um, yeah, what? Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> that was so fun. Um, yeah, Castle had those funny, those funny lines at the beginning. Um, he, uh, had a very interesting sort of tie into this story. So he was, um, a sonar engineer, I think for an energy company. 
and had gotten fired and um, so suddenly disappears to Turkey. Yeah. He goes to Turkey on some kind of a job. And um, right at the beginning, we meet this this ex-boyfriend. Um, and uh, we also have that kind of important moment where Castle was in the hallway on the phone with the assistant of Oprah, which yes. is a big deal for Martha. But then this 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 woman, the, the genie, the guest star, <laughs> yeah. yes, genie. Um, and I think did she was she saying her name was Lindsay Douglas at that point? Yes. The reporter mm-hmm. appears and uh, tries to give Castle a clue that hey, you should look at the boyfriend, yeah, the boyfriend of the victim. He probably had something to do with this. Um, and all I could think of is like. Don't lose the assistant on the phone. This is Martha's chance to get the book reviewed by Mm, Oprah. Right? Yes. I know they're going to bring that back because Martha's going to be... Living with him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's going to be like, so what happened with you following (laughs) up with Oprah? Yeah, that that could be like a whole whole storyline that takes off. Um... Okay, so we and this blonde woman, and then and then she disappears quickly. So yes. there's a little bit of a mystique about her. Like, is she telling the truth, and and is she really a reporter? So it causes Castle to go ahead and look into her a little more. Yeah, he is right? a PI after all, so right, he has some skills. Right. <laughs> yes. Um. So the boyfriend, I thought the the boyfriend's interview in the twelfth precinct was pretty funny. Yeah. Wasn't he cute? Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, they're so cute. And he's so sad. And and that guy, he, I'm blanking on his name, but he is, is really more of a comedy actor, obviously. He's been in uh, Bad Judge and a few different uh, little comedy shows that I like to watch. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, really? You yeah. recognize the actor? Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Mark was the ex-boyfriend's yes. name. Um, I just, he was just so hilarious. He's like, well, you know, I'm a Pisces. Like, you know, yeah, I, got, so I, got, I got a little heated because apparently he had been like screaming at his boyfriend who he had, he had sent to school. Mm. Um, but okay, let's take a vote. When they told him that Lars was dead, did you believe Mark that he didn't know? Yes. Yeah, I did. Like, because there was something about, he was, like, very, you know, heated and personal. But, yeah, you're like, he didn't kill him. He is just, like, a sweetie. You know, he's just very vocal. You know, he's all bark, no bite. <laughs> I agree. I, I felt the same way. I felt like the actor did such a good job because mm-hmm. when they told him he was dead, I just, like, he just, it just, like, went through him. I thought it was so moving. And he thought, oh, it's not this guy. Oh, and to interject, Kathy what? Mayer told us, back to the sword, it was a... Scimitar, S-C-I-M-I-T-A-R. Scimitar. Yeah. Yes, thank you. That's exactly the mm-hmm. name. See, Marissa, it's Scimitar. Yeah. Now you know. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all know that. A scimitar in the kitchen. Death by Scimitar in the kitchen. Not a pretty thing. Um. Okay, so the story now is is really starting to unravel. Okay, because we know that Lars had gone to Turkey, mm-hmm. and um, Ryan and Espo uncover a few things. They uncover a bunch of money, um, which is always like awesome when you see a giant bag full of money. I'm mm-hmm. always like, I wonder what I would do if I had that much money in a bag. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Like, I would totally mm-hmm. like Scrooge McDuck it, like throw it in a big pile and like swim in it. Yeah. <laughs> One time I was in Las Vegas, and um, once oh. my husband did well on a slot machine, so we. 
laid out all the bills on the bed and like took a picture and then we like jumped on it just oh, to be like fun just to be like indulgent so you actually very got exciting. to do it yeah yeah i wasn't like four hundred thousand no. dollars or whatever no. that was in that bag but you know um okay so they are they are they know that he really did a dig actually when he was in turkey and they're in the apartment um they find a book by a woman um named dr baker and so they go and visit her because she wrote a book on um, Solomon's tomb. And we know that Lars went to kind of do some kind of mm. um, artifact collecting from a tomb in Turkey. Okay, so it's all kind of coming together. So I didn't suspect Dr. Baker at all. I totally did, but Ugh. that's because, you know, those teachers, man, they always got something to hide. When you were in college or like, or even in high school, did you ever like, you're like your teachers, they're doing something shady. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I guess it's true because, well, they're sort of an authority. They are an authority figure, Mm -hmm. a teacher, right? Yeah. And especially like a smart college professor. I think, I just think, oh, they're respectable (laughs) and reputable. Um, But she helped uh, Nathan identify. Nathan was all like, like jacked up on the idea that the um, lamp had a genie in it, and she kind of, you know, dispelled that, dispelled that myth a little bit, and um, was like, no, genies are imaginary, and besides, you know, you shouldn't mess with them because they're really actually known to be a little bit evil. Yeah, the genie in some connotations also meant devil in different languages. That yeah. was that was interesting. I wonder if that's true or not. I didn't look it up. Yeah. I wonder if that's true or not, too, because at the time I took it for, like, fact, and I thought, oh, it, it would kind of make sense. I mean, it's almost like a leprechaun or... Um, you know, a pixie, like a lot of these little fairies that are in folklore have can have a really dark side. Yeah. So it made sense to me that that might be true. But then in in retrospect, knowing that the doctor had different intentions, it could have just been trying to throw Nathan off, trying to scare him a little. Yes? Yeah. What's funny is, yeah, that's apparently true in Arabic is that genie Ooh. does translate into demon. <gasps> so I'll just Google that. Genie in a bottle. Genie Mm -hmm. in a bottle. So, um, Mm. wow. Mm. Okay. The more you know. Wow. (laughs) Another fact we've learned from Castle. (laughs) That is cool. Okay, that's really neat. See, we've kind of expanded our minds. Um, Okay, so uh, Lindsay Dillon, a.k.a. We don't know, this mystery woman, the genie, um, Castle does some digging and finds out that she's probably not really a journalist. In fact, <laughs> she's not a journalist because the real uh, Lindsay Douglas, I said Lindsay Dillon, but I, I remember it as Lindsay Douglas. Does that sound familiar to you? I'm just It's one to... of them. Okay, her name Something was Lindsay. with a D. Yes, but that, that was a fake name because the real journalist of that name was an older woman down in Texas. So this was clearly, this woman is fronting something. So we just don't know how she's trying to throw Castle off. Um, and, uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, okay. So now as we continue to uncover a little bit more about what went on over in Turkey, we find these photos, of course, of the victim Lars, you know, with the lamp in hand in this tomb, um, uncovering things all like archeological style. And we find out he had a partner while he was over there. This guy, Mike. 
um, aka Mark Harlan, uh, who goes by the name of Al Aden. Mm-hmm. Aladdin. Aladdin. Yes. That was so cute that they threw that in there. And that guy was just, he was really interesting. I was kind of hoping that he maybe had a little bit more. So I was like, he kind of reminded me of a character actor, Kevin Rankin. But, you know, he was a little younger than him. But I'm like, the mustache, the flannel. I was like, couldn't we get more from him? He was super gritty. Mm -hmm. And he was completely, like, he was completely freaked out in this episode. When Ryan and Espo busted him. I mean, he was terrified. Like, I think that actor decided, like, yeah, I really think there's a, a curse, spirit, yeah. a devil after me. Like, I'm I'm going down. Like, he was creeped out. Um, so, they brought him in um, to the 12th Precinct. And then even interviewing him, like, it really enhanced Castle's story that my, there might be a genie in the bottle, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, Castle. Oh, Castle. It also sort of, like, just reminds me of how mysticism, like, is perpetuated anyhow. Like, if you kind of believe in something or you're you're superstitious about something and then someone else picks up on it, too, and then you kind of feed each other's sure, yeah. beliefs. Feed each other's beliefs or delusions, however you want to put it. Right? <laughs> yes, because as long as, you know, most everyone in the precinct always disagrees with Castle. He has to go outside to find someone else. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally. That's like, oh, supernatural. Totally. Oh, my gosh. Um... So this guy, though, had some good, inform- like, really key information because he um, he kind of painted Lars in a little bit more of an innocent light. So these guys were really working for somebody else. They were over in Turkey, and because of Lars's experience as a sonar operator, he was picked um, and paid, a, you know, a nice sum of money to go get these artifacts for someone. We don't know exactly who this, this, yeah. this mystery Mr. X, X person is. Right. And Mike said, you know, all, all, everything went well. We got the artifacts. The trick was um, in shipping them back. Like, we had to get them out of Turkey and get them to New York. So we then approached this third party. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then, so that leads us to this guy, Yurik Cezanne, um, who's the rug salesman. Okay, so now we're like, now we're on the trail, right? We're on the magic carpet ride. <laughs> we're on the magic carpet ride. By the way, that rug shop they shot in, I was like, okay, I wonder if I've been in that rug shop because there are um, so many Persian rug shops in L.A. that look just like that. They yeah. have everything hanging, everything stacked. Like They right? all look the same, don't they? I mean... <laughs> I, they do to me. I mean, maybe if you're, yeah, more discerning about rugs, but they always have like hundreds of rugs. And it's funny because they're kind of notoriously um, thought of as businesses that... You know, if you want to import something illegally, you could go through, like, a rug store. Yeah, and just roll it up. Just roll it up. All right. All right. So, um, meanwhile, we have had another romantic interlude with Castle and Beckett. (laughs) I'm telling you, they were just, like, going at it. Yeah. They were like newlyweds. (laughs) I'm telling you. So, she comes back into the precinct, and she's all, like, kind of rosy in the cheeks. And that's how I interpret it. And then um, asks Ryan and Espo to please take Castle with her, with them, and let him rub the lamp. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I love finding it. That was actually probably my favorite line from Beckett because, I mean, she's like, okay, you, you can't go there without Castle. They're like, we're calling him. And she's like, and give him first dibs on the rub. And then as soon as the elevator door closes, she's like, did I just say that? Totally. <laughs> yeah. it's so it's sweet. Just like, 
It, it didn't sound appropriate. It was no. like, oh, that was, I don't know, that was somehow wrong. No. Ah. But I was like, oh, that was sweet. She she cares about his little delusions. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, that was, that was sweet. So, uh, in the rug shop then, um... Castle had another great line, another super great line. He was, you know, they're like going through the rugs. They're lifting up the rugs a little bit, kind of walking around with their guns. And Castle lifts up a rug and there's a huge pool of blood. Mm. And he's like, uh, guys, this rug is bleeding. Bleeding. (laughs) Wasn't that funny? Yes. That was so cute. And of course, he made the magic carpet ride reference. Yes. Mm, He's like, I'm checking these rugs for magic. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, He's fantasy augmented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, Yurik Sazan, the owner of the rug company, is rolled up in a carpet and dead. So, now that eliminates the person that Lars and Mike had arranged to bring this shipment back from Turkey. And I think, wasn't it going to be 11 crates of things, or 12, 11 or 12 crates of items yeah. that are coming back? But the most op- important of which is this lamp. <laughs> And this lamp has the seal of Solomon on it, right? So it's like, it's it's the thing, the prize. The Solomon. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So that that now um, leads uh, Castle. I thought this was cool because Castle, um, Castle knows there, he goes out on the sidewalk and he thinks he sees a blonde woman following mm-hmm. him. He's like, oh, that genie is following me again. Mm-hmm. And he runs after her and when she turns around, it's not her. Not her, yeah. Which is like another, what do you call it, a trope? Yes. Like, yes, that you see that so many times in TV shows or movies. But what I thought was unique about the way they pulled it off is when he tapped the girl's shoulder and she turned around, she was like, what, creepo? No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which at least made it kind of different. It was unique. Yeah, it was funny. And then he finds himself in front of this warehouse and kind of looks up on the doors of the warehouse and there's a peacock drawing. And for him, somehow that imagery reminds him that there might be some kind of connection. There might be some kind of yeah. connection to the East, to the to the importing, to the rugs. I don't know. I didn't get exactly yeah, what the peacock was. Had peacocks had initially uh, come from there. And, you know, I think that okay. they may have something to do with the King Solomon story. I know there's several, like, connotations okay. of that. So maybe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah. you go. My mom has peacocks on her farm, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're really awesome. I know in Texas, there's a few people that have like them in their backyard just randomly in yeah. Dallas. And I'm like, just peacocks running wild. Totally. They make amazing, amazing sounds. And then in, at night, they go as high as they can in the trees to roost. Mm. It's really cool. And they used to like um, stand outside my bedroom window and look in at me like this. That would creep me out. <laughs> they're so pretty. They're very, actually, you know what? I'm going to yeah. bring a picture for you guys next week because they're mating right now. And so they're doing their big oh, feather they're big. spread. Yeah. I'll have to show you guys that. Um, moving on, the peacock. Okay, so Castle falls through the window of the warehouse onto the rugs, which is hilarious, and finally sets a sight on the the um, the genie in a bottle, the bottle, which is sitting very conveniently on top of a box, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. And um, he goes over and confronts a, a woman, or a woman confronts him, rather, um, and totally calls him on it, pulls a gun, and at that moment, I mean, he could have gotten shot. This was pretty yeah. serious, right? I mean, he's got his hands on the booty, and, <laughs> yeah. Yes, but it's his castle, so he always narrowly escapes. 
unharmed. And Tracy D actually pointed out, because I didn't know this because I didn't watch dancing, but it was what a great night to do this episode since it was a Disney themed night on Dancing with the Stars. <gasps> oh my god. That's gosh. a fun little tie-in. Do you think that ABC, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. That yeah, they're, they're clever. Plan. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, very interesting. Thanks for that. Um, okay, so Phoebe, well, we'll later find out this this uh, curly-haired woman's name is Phoebe. And um, she is just about to kill Castle. And thank goodness Jeannie appears. Uh, Jeannie slash Lindsay, our reporter, our blonde woman who's been kind of helping Castle this whole episode, and uh, uh, hits her, and her and Castle take off. So she totally saved his skin right there. Mm. Yeah, that was he a good was thing. saved by the genie. He was saved, and by, she didn't even have to genie. do this. Oh, what's that? I guess it was my phone. We're dropping things, oh. people. That's how excited Lucretia's so Boom. excited. She's throwing stuff Just around, throwing stuff in the office. Yeah, well. Um, okay, so, uh, we, luckily, well, Jeannie disappears, which is like, Castle's like, what? What? Wait a second. (laughs) There is something strange going on here. Um, but, um, one thing leads to another. They are able to pull Phoebe in to the precinct. By the way, there's a guy unpacking the boxes as well in Mm -hmm. the background, and his name is Travis. So we know she has kind of like a little cohort going. But we found, we found the shipment. Um, so when we bring her in the precinct, it really, you know, it kind of resolves the crime. It takes all the focus off the victim, Lars. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously he was killed just to get out of the way. Um, so he didn't interrupt this shipment and Phoebe and Travis, uh, were just trying to hijack (laughs) this, this amazing, you know, shipment of relics. But Castle has a sense that there's somebody else involved as does Beckett. Um, and I think he now goes, Hmm, I think I know who too. And when he said that, I was like, well, I don't know who, who's he thinking of? Mm. And lo and behold, Dr. Baker. I know. Yeah. A lot of people did suspect, I know Boo69B said he thought the same thing with uh, Dr. Barker. So we must, must've had bad professors. (laughs) Really? Did you suspect her? Why? Because she was like, because she was probably seemingly innocent. Or seemingly, yeah. yeah, respectable. Like, ooh, she's got something to hide. Wow. Well, good call, Boo Sixty Nine Bs, and thank you for joining us all the time because uh, Boo Sixty Nine is a regular fan. I don't know. Um, all right. So yeah, I just I feel like this was a super fun episode, and and that the ratings are gonna just keep going up now that Castle and Beckett are back together. You know what I mean? Like, we're good. We're, like, enjoying the show again. Yeah, I mean, it's gone back. Like, this first half of this season, I know we had talked about this before, but, you know, a lot of people had said it It had kind of gotten a little too dark for Castle in a way. You know, mm-hmm. them being broke up, her lying to him, it, you know, it kind of lost a lot of the fun moments. And now that they're back together, it's all, you know, a fun show. Because, yeah, this isn't Law & Order SVU. It's Castle. You know, it's similar to Bones in that aspect where, yes, there's death and destruction, but it's more fun that way, though. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. I'm looking through our tweets right now. Um, and don't forget, you guys, to go on Twitter and be part of our poll just for the fun of it. And thank you for tweeting both Lucretia and I because we love to hear um, all your opinions about the episodes. 
um, people are pretty happy. So by the way, so today is the 12th, as you let me know, Lucretia, because I've gone through yes. like, <laughs> it's like five o'clock in the afternoon. I wasn't sure yeah. what day it was. So thank you for Lucretia, you know, for setting me straight. Um, but we know from talking to Luke Reichley, the wardrobeist on Castle, that this Friday the 15th is their last day of shooting. Mm. So as we said last week, they are definitely shooting the season finale. They are wrapping up like nine months of shooting right now. Yeah, and uh, they are also shooting it two ways in case they don't get picked up because we still haven't gotten the okay from ABC. They said it's going to come down to the wire. So they're shooting this it to be a series finale or a season finale. So there's some different scenes there. You know, I think it's amazing because, okay, to shoot two different endings, you it would cost money, right? I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. days of different scenes of shooting. So, I mean, I kind of wonder, like, on the executive level, and we would never, you know, know the answer to this, but if ABC doesn't sort of go aside and go, mm-hmm. hey, guys, you're going to be renewed, ixnay mm. on the alternate ending okay. A. <laughs> like, don't you? Yeah. But sh- maybe ABC doesn't know. Yeah, and that's the thing is I know sometimes it comes down to budget, scheduling, all that, just like anything. But, you know, when we did our poll, everybody wished for a season nine at least. Well, mm. I, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I saw an article online this week with like with the ratings going up. There is a website that rates like what shows are in jeopardy of being mm-hmm. canceled. And um, Castle has has just risen up a step. So it's sort of like in the middle, like mm, like. Yeah, it not could go either way. Yeah. Yes. But it, it for a while it was in like a ooh caution kind of area so. yeah i know tv line which is a site i love to read that you yes. know is a fan of castle they you know have this little scorecard but yeah castle keeps moving up especially with these new ratings yep mm-hmm. yeah um so next week is going to be fun um although lucretia won't be here <laughs> what um but we have tokes Olegondoye coming back to join the show you guys um i know woo! i can't believe i'm missing tokes <laughs> i know <laughs> Um, will you be able to call in? Um, I will see, um, cause I'm probably working at that time, but I may submit that's, a video or something. No, that's yeah. no excuse. No, I'm just kidding. I know. How I'm dare kidding. I work in AP. <laughs> so in- the fun thing, yes, uh, Lucretia will be in Las Vegas, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fun thing about, um, having Tokes here oh. next Tuesday also is we have delayed it quite a bit, but we're going to announce the winner of the Tokes cookie contest. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had... Over 600 retweets of her last time she visited. We were so excited about that. It was so fun. So um, the winner will be contacted this week. So that's super fun. And maybe we can drum up another contest with her. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be fun? And oh, yeah. um, only five more episodes. I know. We got to like, rel- I mean, this season. Um, we got to relish our, our last episodes, right? Yeah. I mean, especially considering there is still that slight possibility, we hope not, that this might be the last of Castle. That's true. That is a possibility. And uh, as a series fan, I guess we should somewhere deep inside be prepared for that reality. <laughs> yes. We'll be breaking out the bottles on our last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds good to me. <laughs> um, we didn't even mention um, Alexis in this episode, too. She had like a very like small part but yeah. she was like super she brought like some wisdom and 
and she was super cute. I she's great. Yeah, she's she great. looks so mature for someone to be as young as Molly C. Quinn. Like you're just like she just has this very mature look and attitude to me. You're just like no, attitude yeah, for sure. Yeah. How old is the actress? Do you know? You know, let's look that up. Why do you look I... that up while I talk about her hair? Because mm. um, we love to talk about hair here on After Buzz TV Castle. Um, her, her, since she got the uh, haircut that is so much like Martha's as well. Yes, that's so funny. I would funny. say that she's definitely looking more mature as well. Yeah, and but then yeah, she just like, dresses so smart like, for you a know, young lady. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was born in 1993 in Texarkana, Texas. Uh, she's a fellow East Texan. Texan. Yeah, because I'm from Tyler. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, that's fun fact. I didn't that's know that. That's fantastic. All right, well, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, next week, mm-hmm. um, I believe the episode is called Backstabbers. And, oh, that should uh, be fun. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that's going to be an interesting, that's going to be a really interesting episode. So we're going to um, live tweet on Monday night. Can you live tweet with us? Or are you going to be working at NAB on Monday night, too? Um, luckily, by the nighttime, this might actually be the one time I can live tweet. Since okay. I won't be here for Lucifer, I'll be in Vegas. So okay. I will try to stay up and live tweet just Excellent. so I can be a part. All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, we love that we have this community of Castle fans surrounding us. It makes it so fun to watch the show every week. Um, I'm at J2Snyder on Twitter and Instagram. And please message my friend here at Lucretia Lyon as well. And, of course, you can find me, if you can spell it right, it's L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N. And that's anywhere on the Internet. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We'll see you next week for Backstabbers. Mm-hmm. I'm JJ Snyder. This is Lucretia, and you're watching AfterBuzz mm-hmm. TV. Thanks, Marissa. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.